Okay, Marv Rabbeisai, we're uh, going to discuss the final Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Bekadshai, Hallelujah, Berkira Uzai. Hallelujah, Begvurai Sav, Hallelujah, Kroiv Gudlai, Hallelujah, Beseka Shoifar, Hallelujah, Beneva Lachinar, Hallelujah, Besoifa Machal, Hallelujah, Beminav Yugav, Hallelujah, Betzotzle Shava, Hallelujah, Betzotzle Surah. Chayel Hanishama Tahalalka Haleluka Chayel Hanishama Tahalalka Haleluka. That is uh, today's subject, and uh, the Shiram and Tefillah are sponsored by our dear friend Rabbi Tzal Rose of Los Angeles, and Nishmas's brother, Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, and Shama Shehav and Aliyah, be a male Tzvi for his whole family. It's very interesting. Last week we brought out from Rabbi Schwab that in this final chapter of Tehillim, we have Hallelujah ten times. Hallelujah. 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 Tehallel and Hallelujah. So to me, that's 13 times. So what Rabbi Schwab meant last week, that it says 10 times Hallelujah, we have to investigate, because actually we're going to see this week that it, the Gemara says it says it 10 times. So maybe, if you don't count the first Hallelujah, which is the heading, and you don't count to Hallel of the last Pasuk and Hallelujah, so then you could say Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. But a total of 13 and a more narrow count may give you uh, 10. Let's begin with the comments of Rabbeinu B'chayi. Rabbeinu B'chayi, talking about the Chero Egel, says from all the clay zemer that were in the Mishkan, it only says Mechoel. Mechoel. Now Mechoel is... A type of instrument. What type of instrument is it? Says Rabbeinu Bechaye, the reason why it only says Bayarzeg u Mechaylois ki timsa because of Shiva Minei Zemer. We find in Sukkim seven types of song. Shehem keneged Shiva koch veileches. They correspond to the seven planets. Shin, Sadi, Mem, Chaf, Nun, Chaf, Lamed. Kinar, a harp, is Keneged Shabtoi for Saturn. Toif, Keneged Sedek. Mechoel is Keneged Mars. Minim is the, for the sun. Ugov is Keneged Noiga. Tzilzle, Shama is Keneged Koichav. Trua is Keneged Levana. And this is what it means. Hallelujah, Beseka Shoifar. Hallelujah, Beneva Vachinar. Hallelujah, Besoifu Machal. Hallelujah, Beneva Yugov. Hallelujah, Besoifu Shama. Hallelujah, Besoifu Sruha. Beneheim, Bein Kulam Tisha, Minei Zemer. Kineget Tisha Galgalim. So if you look in the, the Rabbeinu Bechai, he starts off by saying there are seven types of song. Kineget the seven planets. It's interesting. Tzilzalei Shama is koychav. 
Tzotzle Srua is Levana. What is the Shoifar Keneged? That wasn't listed. And actually in our chapter, there are nine instruments. Keneged Tisha Galgalim. Keneged the nine orbs. All the great musicians know which instrument corresponds to what celestial sphere. Okay, so that's one interesting point we see. Chaim Velazhner in the Ruach Chaim points out that the world was created with ten statements. The first statement of creation was extremely subtle and refined and sublime. It doesn't even say Vayoymer, just as voracious. The second one was more physical. Until the final statement. By the way, according to this, this might be an insight into why the very first statement of creation is not even said, because it was so sublime. Now the last item that Hashem created was food. The last Vayoymer of the Asram Amaris was that's very physical. Food is the most physical of all creations. Corresponding to the ten statements with which God created the world, David HaMelech in Tehillim and Perak Kofnun said ten Hilulim. The first one is Kel Bikadshai in his holy abode. That's the first statement of creation. The first statement of creation was very sublime and therefore it corresponds to Hallelujah Kel Bikadshai. So it's interesting, you see that Rav Chaim is not counting the first word, Hallelujah, but rather it begins with Hallelujah Kel B'Kadshai, like we said earlier. The last one is Hallelujah B'Tzotzle Yisrua. And again, he's not counting the last two, Kol HaNesham Tehalel Hallelujah. That corresponds to food. And Shrua is very physical, because we know what Chazal say about Shrua, either it's Genuche Ganach, it's like a, uh, a groan, or it's a weeping. Both are in this world. So I want to show you, by the way, if you look in Perakufnun, the Radak says this Mizmar has 13 Hilulim. 13. But if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says, why do we say 10 Psukim of Malchiois? What is it, Keneged? So Rebbe says, Kenege, the ten Hilulim that David Amel said in Sefer Tehillim. And the Gemara says, well, David Amel said Hallelujah many times in Tehillim. And the Gemara says, no, the, in the final chapter. So the Gemara clearly has a count that there are ten Hallelujahs in this chapter. And yet, we mentioned, we mentioned from Rab Schwab, we mentioned from the Radak, that there are also a count of thirteen. Now, 13, we mentioned many times, is a very common number in tefillah. There are 13 midos um, in Yigdal. There are 13 baruchs in Baruch Amar. 13 parts of Psuke de Zimra. 13 praises in Yishtabach. 13 middle brachos of Shemana Esrei. Yud Gimomidos in uh, the Tachnon of Nusuch Svarat. So the number 13 is a very prominent number in tefillah. And this would be another example. Um, Reb Leib Shachar in the Avnei Shaim, he says also there are 13 Hilulim in this parak. They correspond to the 13 rungs of the ladder that bring you up to the Shamayim. And the 13 Midas HaRachamim. And the last two, Kalan Hashanah, Tahalel, Halleluka, 
Those refer to the La'asid Lavai, when the Mason get up. And therefore, this praise is dependent on the Neshama. Kal HaNeshama, that's when the, the restoration of the soul. Now, Rav Leib Shachar asks, what do you mean? The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says, there are ten Ilulam. And he quotes the Rabbeinu Hanano, who brings from the Yishami, that David HaMelech said ten praises. And so what happened to, he said, I counted thirteen. So you have to say, the first Hallelujah is not counted, because that's like the Kaisares. And the last two, Tahalel, Ka, they refer to Tchias HaMesim, and they're not counted. The Gemara is talking about the Hilulam of Oilam Okay, interesting. Now we know another phenomenon is we double the last pasuk. Kol Hanashama Tahalel Ka Haleluka, and then we say again. If you look in Tilman, it only says it once. Why do we say it twice? A beautiful Chassam Sefer. The Chassam Sefer says Kol Hanashama Tahalel Ka, and then we say it again. Now who remembers what do Chazal Darshan on the pasuk Kol Hanashama Tahalel Ka Haleluka? Al Kol Neshima Uneshima Tahalaka. Kol neshima neshima tahalelka, hallelujah. For every breath that we take, we have to thank Hashem. I was listening to a clip from the, the shurim from two years ago. This time of the year, two years ago, I literally could not get through a shir. Uh, I had COVID and I felt okay. I could not breathe well for many, many months. And in fact, somebody just sent me an email because sometimes the shurim, okay, they're posted on other venues, but sometimes they're posted two years later. So people hear now, the shurim I gave two years ago, now. So somebody said, you know, you got to get yourself checked out, you know. But, uh, and then people get very confused. What country I'm in? Are you here? Are you there? Where are you? And I usually ask myself that question every morning. I don't, but um, anyway, we have to thank Hashem for every breath. We can't take one breath for granted. So when we thank Hashem for a breath of air, what are we thanking Hashem for? Are we thanking Hashem, thank you Hashem that I could breathe? Or actually there's something more profound we have to thank Hashem for. We should thank Hashem that Hashem gave us His chus to thank Him for a breath of air. Yes, of course we have to thank Him for the breath of air. And even more, we should thank Him that He gave us the good sense to thank Him for that. So we say, I thank you for a breath of air. And now I thank you, not just for the breath of air, I thank you that I had the good sense to thank you for that. You know where else we have such an idea? The end of Moedim. Al she'anachnu Moedim lach Baruch Kel Because I thank you, Hashem, I thank you. I thank you, you gave me the good sense to thank you. You ever know, you ever realize that, Pshat? Al she'anachnu Moedim lach Because you put into my thick skull the realization recognition that I need to thank you for everything you give me, I thank you for that. So the Chassam service says, Ani mahalo ki kein. Otherwise, Lama halo anashima, v'lamali anashima ches lehev avarik. If I'm just thanking you for the breath, what do I need the breath for? But I thank you for the breath 
that you gave me the zuchus to thank you for that. Now, very interesting. If you look in the Beis Yosef, Beis Yosef says in Hilchas Rosh Chodesh, in the name of the Ga'inim, he quotes the Shibal Anek in the name of Ga'inim. How do you know you say Halal on Rosh Chodesh? Because in Tehillim Kufnon, it says Halal 12 times. Yud Beis Pa'amim Halalu, Keneged Yud Beis Chadashim. We say Hallel 12 times, corresponding to the 12 months. Says the Beis of that's why we say the second Pasuk, the last Pasuk twice, because for an Ibriyar. So that they're not 12 to Hallel's, but they're 13. So that's very hard to understand because if you're going to double the second, the last Pasuk, then you're going to end up having... I mean, we already have 13 without doubling the last Pasuk. So if you're going to double the last Pasuk, you're going to have 15. So it must be that we're only counting one of them in the last Pasuk. Maybe we don't count the word Tehalel. Kal HaNashama Tehalel. That's interesting. Here's Remember, another... They say there's 12 Halalukas with 12 months. What about in Ibiyur? Now, the, the 12 Lashlashonos of Halel in the final Halaluka. And the reason why we repeat the last Pasuk is to get 13... Mentions of Halal for an Ibriyah. That's why that's why we double it. That's in other words, another shot why we double it is for the Ibriyah. I'm just asking if we double it, then we have fifteen. So it must be the count is only counting Halleluka of the last Pasuk, but not the word to Halal. Now this is an amazing thing. Does anybody know how many Chalakim there are in an hour? Well, we know there's sixty minutes in an hour. How many Chalakim are there in an hour? Um, uh, close to that, a thousand and eighty. There are a thousand and eighty. LF, tough, tough pay. Excuse me. Um, tough, tough race pay. One thousand and eighty. Where does that number come from? You ever wonder? Well, three times three sixty. Okay. What's the significance of? In other words, why are there ten? Eighteen. 18 times 60 seconds. So each second is divided by 18. 18 is high. Okay, so so that means there, there are 60 minutes in an hour. 60 seconds in a minute. So what does that give you? 1,080 halakim in, in an hour. How right? many seconds in an hour? Uh, 3,600. 3,600. 3,600 seconds in an hour. But there are a thousand and eighty chalakim now. So watch this. It says Rebelio Dividas, that in twelve hours of the day and the night, you have the twelve different permutations of the same Hashem. Each hour you have a different permutation of Hashem's name. And if you do if you sin during a specific a specific hour, your poi game, the shame havaya that is prevalent during that hour. 
This is like the Chavis uh, says, don't rebel against your Creator. He's watching over you. Now there are 1,080 Chalakim in an hour. And corresponding to that is the Shem Ben Arba. Hamizgalgel betziruf nikudoi ba'alfa beta elef ushmoinim tseirufin. There are 1,080 different tseirufin of the name of Hashem. Which name of Hashem is he talking about? I'm not sure. I think the Aleph Dalet Nun Yod. We'll look it up after. Va'amar she'elef ushmoinim chalakim elu she'beshah you know why there are 1,080 chalokim in an hour? Because you breathe 1,080 times an hour. And each breath corresponds to a different permutation of God's name. And with each breath, God is imbuing life into you he has a thousand and eighty different manifestations of his name, and each manifestation of his name corresponds to a different breath. So every breath God is giving a person per hour is a reflection of a different divine kayak he's investing in you. This is what it means, if God is giving us the life, then all of our breaths should be for Him. And this is what Chazal say in Bereshis Rabbah, the Pasuk, for every breath that you breathe, you have to praise Hashem. Why? Because through a different dimension of the Shem Hashem, He's giving you that breath. There are 1,080 different permutations of God's name. With each one, He gives you a different breath per hour. Blina, we'll try to look up which, which shame this is referring to. I want to share with you now Reb Schwab's question, and I believe Reb Chaim Knievsky gives an answer. Here it is. This is the crescendo. This is the summit. This is the final destination of Tehillim. After 150 chapters, where David Melch sings to God before the days of the coming of Mashiach, while Mashiach is coming, while Mashiach is here, the days of resurrection, the the Olam Anashama is everything. Finally, he says, "Koyel Anashama Tahalel Ka." Huh? Here it is, you're at the end of Tehillim, and all David Amalek could muster up is Hashem's name that's incomplete. Why doesn't it say, Kol Hashem Tehalel Shem Havaya? Here it is, we're, we were at the end of Tehillim, and David Amalek is uh, only praising an incomplete name of God. Should wonder, why Ka? That indicates, Ain Hashem Sholem, like Chazal teach us. Kiyar al ka. So he gets to the Pisgah of Zmirais. And he could be praising God's 72 letter name. And he, what does he do? He praises Ka. Reb Chaim Kenievsky does not say he's asking this question explicitly, but he definitely answers it. Says Reb Chaim, if, if Kal Hanashama Tahaloka Haluka is thanking Hashem for a breath, I'll call Nashima Vanashima Tahaloka. That means the final comment of Tehillim is we need to thank Hashem for every single breath that we take. Then, we know a very important rule when it comes to thanking Hashem. That the dead are not able to thank Hashem. But when we said that, Loi ha-mesim ya 
The Medrash says, um, Rashi and Yeshaya, Lamechus Yilalaf says, that the Mesim do not have Rishus to mention Yudkei. Shenemar loya Mesim yahalalu ka. So therefore, when Dov Emel says, Kol Haneshama Tahalal Ka, and he's thanking Hashem for every breath, so then, if he's thanking Hashem because he's alive, then the appropriate name he should use is Ka, because the Mesim are not able to praise Ka. And if Dov Emel is breathing and thanking Hashem for breath, then the way to do that is, Kol Haneshama Tahalal Ka. And this is what David HaMelech means. I will not die, but I'll live. God might give me travails. But he's not going to take my life. So therefore, If I'm still alive, I will praise. He says, three times. So I would say, why are only the living allowed to praise Ka? Because if you're alive and you're in this world of Misa, that means you're in the world of incompletion and you're in the fight. And when you're in the fight, only then you could recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu in an incomplete world. Once you go to the next world already, in the next world, yeah, God is complete. It's only here in this world where you're in the boxing ring, where you could recognize Hashem in a state of incompletion. And that's why David HaMelech, in the end of Hallel, Yasser Yisrani Ka, V'lamav Eslein Nisananani, Pizchulish Adav Eide Ka, Loya Almos Kiyad Ka. That's what David HaMelech says, Ashrei Agever Asher Tiyasrenu Ka. Fortune is a person that is reprimanded while they're alive, but not given to death. And this is another proof to this is Va'am Nivra Yahalalka. Now why didn't Rab Schwab give Rab Chaim Kanyevsky's answer? I'll say very simply. Because remember we learned that the last parak of Tehillim, the penultimate parak of Tehillim is thanking Hashem in the world of resurrection and the, pen, and the final chapter of Tehillim is the Olam HaNeshamais, the world of the soul. The world of the soul, then it would seem that the person is no longer alive. They're in the Olam HaMes. So, maybe Rabbi Schwab would have to give a different answer because, uh, in other words, it's hard to reconcile that the last chapter of Tehillim is a praise about the Olam HaNeshamais, and yet the last passage is talking about thanking Hashem for every breath of life. One more explanation why we double the last passage of Tehillim, says the tour, we double the last passage. Because it's the end of Pesukei de Zimra. What do you mean it's the end of It's the Iker of Pesukei de Zimra. When Rabbi Yossi says, May my chilek be among those who complete halal every day, he meant, May I complete the whole Pesukei de Zimra every day, all five halalukas. By the way, the Beis Yosef says that in Spain, the minig was to double the last Pesuk of every chapter all of the Halalukas. And the basic says, we don't do that anymore. We only do the last one of the Mizmairim to indicate that we finished Tehillim and the Avudraham says the same thing, that we only we only double the last Pasuk. And the Avudraham says, that's why at the end of the Shiraz Hayam, we say, 
Hashem Yimlaich Le'Elam Ba'ed. And then we say Hashem Yimlaich again to indicate it's the end of the Shira, but if we wouldn't double it, people wouldn't know it's the end of the Shira. But some say you shouldn't double it because it's like saying Shema Shema, you know how to say it twice, but instead you should say Hashem Yimlaich Le'Ba'ed, Hashem Al-Chusei Koim Le'Elam Le'Omeyomaya. And that is preferred. But says Rav Schwab, what is the Indian of doubling the last Pasuk? Just because it's the end? Who cares if it's the end? So he just gives a very simple mashal. If somebody sews a garment, when you make the hem, so you uh, you do the Double stitching uh, an extra time so it doesn't unravel. So as a way not to mix up the various segments of of davening, we do it twice because we we're separating. Okay, Akan divrei psuke the zimra and tehillim, and now we begin a new segment. Okay, Marav Rabbi this actually finishes the halalukas, which is a big achievement. Hopefully, next week we'll discuss Baruch Hashem leilam amen Amen. wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos, and again, uh, thank uh, Mrs. Nathan for sponsoring today's shir Lila Nishmas, and Wednesday shir her very memorable and beloved husband, Erwin Nathan. Uh, he should be a male Siyoshev for his whole family. Have a good Shabbos, everyone. Bracha v'atzlacha. Shabbos Tov, Rebbe. Tov. Take care. Kol Tov. Bye-bye. Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Shabbos, Rebbe. Shabbos, Shabbos. Kol Tov.